Welcome, everybody. My name is Andrew Jacoby. Welcome to the Men for Life podcast. I'm here with my good buddy, Pete DeMaio. Pete, say hello to everybody. What's up, everybody? Awesome. Um, so today we're going to go over, uh, the, there's been a huge... Wait, I felt like that was a fake awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't patronize me. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I'm only kidding. That's all right. Um, so what we're going to go over today, there's a, there's been a big, uh, we're, 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 this is, what is today's date? The 12th of, um, May, 2022. And so there's been a huge, um, event in the world of the pro-life movement since we, it's still May 12th. The powers that be didn't rearrange our calendar right. yet, <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> which was the leaked opinion of, on the Dobbs case. And so, uh, and all the stuff, it's just such a big moment that BMP thought we'd have to get on the mic and at least throw our towel into the ring here on this because it's such a huge issue and you know i didn't think i would see something like this in my lifetime um, praise god that we see it but anyway we'll start out in prayer as we normally do and then we'll go over various aspects of this particular event so you want to pray sure great um in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen father please uh come and inspire us to speak into these issues and touch the hearts of your faithful so that they can bring forth in your name a culture of life and so that we can defeat this culture of death, Father. And please help all the people that are, are in, this, in this mission, in this journey um, with you and, and, and for you. And please help us. Please give us your strength so that we do this in love and that we do this um, with charity and not in anger. Um, because there's there's so much anger in, in this world, and in, especially around these issues. And so we ask for this charity, we ask for this love, and we ask for your guidance, again, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. That was beautiful. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, thank you. That might have been your first time praying on here. Well, I, usually I just, because I, I don't, like, I just default to the Hail Mary, because it's the easy, it's this easy script, and I love it, I, I you know, I, I learned from you, Pete, the devotion to our mother. So as he has his rosary clenched in his right, hand, right? I do. I uh, always do. I always have my rosary Th from Catholic Woodworker. So if you have, want to see an amazing rosary, go to Catholic Woodworker. Shout out! Um, if you want to sponsor the show, <laughs> you feel free. <laughs> I learned about that on the Pints for Aquinas show. So he does sponsor stuff. So if you want to sponsor us, we are here. We are accepting sponsorships. We'll use your money wisely and prudently. I would be remiss if I didn't use this as an opportunity to plug St. Louis de Montfort. He says, Mary is the safest, easiest, shortest, and most perfect way of approaching Jesus. Amen. Yeah, it's her, it's my mother, so it makes it makes total sense. Makes total sense. And for our chosen fans, it's still my favorite. <laughs> when she looks over at him at the wedding of Cana, we know the reading, but to watch it, yeah, you know, she see. looks over at him and that's it. He's like, all right, my mom just looked at me and I got to go turn this water into wine right now. It's that's like right. he wasn't ready for his first public miracle. But mom, right. Asked him. We all have a mom. And it's like, boom, right into the softest part in his heart. And it was like, I'm not saying no to my mother. That's right. That's right. So I'm not trying to get you to twist this and use Mary to your own personal benefit, but just know that when we pray to Mary, I've seen it in my own life that some you some amazed. of your stuff's gonna happen. Well, it's already happening. I mean, I'm swept up. You you know, I started praying, and all of a sudden, I'm swept up into this whole movement, and I, it's just like I woke up, and here I am on this podcast, <laughs> and here I am in the archdiocese <laughs> talking to priests and nuns about pro-life. You know, I'm in the middle of this amazing machinery of beauty so it's like and i had uh, you know fast like rewind a year and you know sitting in my room watching youtube so 
So. On that note, by the way, we had an outstanding meeting today with Father yeah. DeLacy. Praise God, that was great. He is, I don't know his exact title, so if I butcher it, forgive me, but he's basically the vicar of all young adult um, youth formation and has That's a, right. a whole lot that falls underneath of his his office. And um, and then we had Sister Gemma, one of the Sisters of Life, with us today. So it was just... So much joy, the Sisters of Life. It's amazing. Gemma, thank you. Sister Gemma, please, we, we invited you on the podcast. You couldn't make it today, but please come on. All the Sisters of Life in Philadelphia, open invitation to the Men for Life show. Can't wait to have you on. It's going to be great. And awesome. Father DeLacy as and well. Father DeLacy. He's, uh, he's awesome. He coined the phrase up there at Pope John Paul High School, God is good, and everybody yells all the time. Oh, really? Oh, big time. And then somebody says all the time, and they yell, God is good. That's great. God is good. So I think maybe um, I read a St. Teresa Teresa Avila, one of the doctors of our church, and she said, um, and it kind of fits in, ties into what we're going to discuss right now. She said, much harm may result from bad company, and we are inclined by nature to follow what is worse rather than what is better. Mm. Amen. I want to send me that quote. That's a great quote. And I can totally relate to that. <laughs> so can you, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all human. So go ahead, brother. Um, what great as we dive in, right? Yeah, we have this. So we had this. Yeah. So as, as, um, as you probably know, if you're listening to this, uh, there's this big leak, uh, from the Supreme court on the Dobbs case, which Sam Alito, who was one of the justices of the, of the court, basically created this opinion. It's a draft opinion, so it's unknown what's actually going to happen, but it was it was stated that it's a real opinion. Justice Roberts came out and said that it's a real opinion. It was a real draft, at least. And it, it takes away Roe v. Wade, root and branch. I mean, it just basically annihilates it 100%, saying that this is something that it was based on bad constitutional law, and it's something that hasn't solved the problem. It just sort of needs to go back to the states so that individual American states can, as our nation was founded, the notion of federalism, that each of the states can decide what they want to do. If it's not in the Constitution, we should be able to discuss it and create laws about it in each state. And uh, Pete, yeah, I don't know your opinion of this, but I know, I actually, I know your opinion, but I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but my thoughts are, praise God. And it's like, I'm, I'm shocked and amazed. Although I did have to say in first things magazine, by the way, great magazine, firstthings.com, check it out. Um, Robbie George, who's a very famous pro-life, um, jurist, sort of, um, uh, professor at Princeton. He wrote a piece about six months ago, eight months ago, saying that he's going on record saying that they will overturn Roe. And his reasoning was they wouldn't have taken this case unless they were going to overturn Roe, because this case forced them to examine the law behind Roe. And he says, in my opinion, and I've been studying this a long time, and he's written amicus briefs, and he said they would not have even taken the case if they weren't going to overturn Roe. So he's like, he put his hat in the ring. Yeah, so he predicted it, and he was right, So, or at least it appears that he's right. So, Pete, what what are your thoughts on this? I have a few. (laughs) <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> get ready everybody i don't know if we have time they're gonna kick the us pennsylvania out for the president of the pennsylvania for human life has some thoughts on the overturning <laughs> of roe v wade newsflash yes <laughs> we have a good friend who uh who asked she texted me earlier uh julie river she uh put a little shout out no, i'm sorry oh my gosh that's uh julie 
Kilmer. Kilmer, sorry. Um, Shout out to Julie. She's amazing. Julie, you're amazing if you're listening to this. And I am so sorry, Julie. I don't know where uh, that came from. I actually know uh, um, that person, but um, different. Julie Kilmer is Students for Life uh, up at Scranton University. Outstanding. We were on her podcast, by the amazing. way, um, with her cousin. Right. And uh, right. we really, really great topic. So if you're interested in that one. Um, I don't remember where we have to put a link in the I'll put a link in the show notes if I figure out how to do that. <laughs> we will do that because she uh, she has a great one. And Andrew had a, and I had an opportunity to go on there and discuss uh, suffering. Right. Um, and we went through, you know, several different you know topics or whatever. But she's outstanding. And we had a, a our student advisory board call for Pennsylvanians for Human Life last night. We had a couple of our educators on our academic advisory board. Andrew was on. And then we had a few of our students on again, and we have um, one of our students who's super smart, super impressive, Simone um, from Marion Mercy. She's outstanding. And she stepped up and said, hey, I know this might be conspiracy theory. And then she went on and I, uh, I, I was grinning because she hit on several things that I believe too. So we don't, none of us know for sure, but if I had to to guess, I would say that this was, and I think that this has come out in the last week in the news as well, is that this was leaked by um, by the left and one of the Supreme Court justices who is not on the side of the culture of life or defending life. Um, I think they were even threatening um, the whatever her, whoever, whomever her staff person is. But if I had to guess, we're in the state of our economy, right? Well, well, first off, if we back up, we had the COVID election for the first time ever. So right. that was just interesting, you know, what happened there. Um, doesn't matter which side of the equation you're on. It was just interesting to even stand back and watch that whole yeah. blank show. <laughs> I mean, that was just an absolute disgrace. And now here we are, and we're, you know, one one plus year into this new regime. And as we're one plus year into this new regime that is very much for killing on demand that's right and again regardless of what side whatever your politics say when it comes to this it's very much that they are all for killing down to california's trying to pass a law that states that you can kill a baby up to 28 days after they're born after that's they're amazing after they're born In a bad way yeah unbelievable I lila can't. rose and live action have done a phenomenal job abby johnson students for life of america Kristen hawkins i mean they've done an incredible job of just speaking to this constantly on every social media platform you could possibly be on and i think it was lila or the live action team who said we're regressing they had a wonderful post that we've regressed literally back to ancient times ancient times right. where we're like taking a child up to the top of the mountain and just leaving them for dead or I forget, you know, whatever, uh, you know, the sure. other ancient time that they, and that's what we're regressing to. Maryland's trying to do the same thing. They're trying to, to put a law in place where you can kill a baby up to seven days after they're born. So, so it's, it's gruesome. It's unimaginable. It's unthinkable. Um, I know that there's some people who are, they consider themselves to be pro pro choice as they would call it. And but they have their, their, you know, they have their contingencies, if you will, where it's, well, I'm pro-choice, but I don't believe that, you know, that that, or it can't be after the first trimester, or it can't be, you know what I mean? We've all encountered these people before. 
when we have an entire political party and the entire left saying that we're going to kill them all the way up to the day that they're born, the day that they're born and after they're born. So as it comes back to this Alito leak, I would think that we're coming up with another election here in five days. We have the primaries here on May 17th. And I do believe there's a part of me, whether it's considered conspiracy or not, I agree with you, Simone, that that they're grasping at anything right now because the economy is in complete shambles. Um, there's a lot of people who were in the middle, but they're not in the middle. They are so radically left on a lot of these things that that people that were in the middle can't even identify with it anymore. And there's a lot that have come out. I mean, you have Bill Moore. Who would have thought Bill Moore? Right. <laughs> so I, I would think that this is another one of their ploys. And then to even go further into that, for any of you who weren't aware, there's there's a banner organization called Catholics for Choice, which there's no such thing. It's like vegans for meat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also not a thing, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and, and so this Catholics for Choice, again, yeah, exactly. It just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. We have a fifth commandment. It's for all Jews, all Catholics, all non-Catholic Christians. Thou shall not kill. And so none of us who believe in God are allowed to take the life of another human being because we're not just taking their life, we're also taking their soul. We believe in that because we believe in God. So therefore, if you are Catholic, Jewish, or a non-Catholic Christian, we don't believe in taking the soul and life of another human being. So you, there's, there is no such thing as Catholics for choice. But billionaire Warren Buffett decides, much like the George Soros agenda, that he's going to fund all this. And I don't want to go too, too deep into the weeds of the politics right? because we can easily get lost in there. Um, and spent a lot of time in there, but yeah, I do think that there was an agenda. I think a lot. I think a lot of it has to do with the election and um, them trying to maintain control. And it's it's unfortunate. It's sad. I think that what's interesting about this to me is that there's, I see so much of the demonic coming out, and it's so obvious now that you just see if you just go online, you see these screaming banshees just coming out of the woodwork, losing their minds. I mean, it's almost like, it's like somebody said, somebody said it's like you just expect, it, you're reading some, you're watching something out of the Bible when Jesus would take one of these people who was possessed by demons and cast out the demons, except we don't have Jesus here to do it physically. So it's just unbelievable, the demonic, the volume that the demonic has turned up. Like, I, I, I don't know how else to describe it. These people that are celebrating, these people that are um, screaming about this as though it's just, un, it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's hard to believe. It's hard to watch. And it's, it's sad in a way. I hope my prayer is that it's clarifying to anybody who's in the middle on this. What side do you, like, you just see one of those videos of the guys standing there praying in front of St. Pat, Saint, uh, whatever the cathedral is in New York, it's slipping my mind. St. Pat's, I forget. But yeah, there's the, Saint Patrick's. Is that the mm-hmm. I forget. Okay, so it's these guys standing there praying the rosary in front of St. Pat's, and these just crazy people doing whatever. And which side of that do you want to be on? It. It's just so obvious that one side is hysterical, illogical, and just lacks. I don't know what, I mean, it just lacks the basic human decency of saying, just even recognizing the fact that 
that there's any issue with there being another body in in play meaning it's all just me 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 my body my you can't tell me what to do it's almost like a child you can't tell me what to do me 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 as though there are any laws that don't have to do with you you know with your body meaning you pay taxes with your body you cross the street with your like everything has to do with your body the question is is there another body involved and are you harming that body and obviously you are but i would just say that i don't know Pete, what your thoughts but to me the the sort of spiritual warfare aspect of this became so clear in the last week or so um, so it's it's kind of I'll kick it back to you. Oh, big time! Of- Only um, and I failed to mention that, but yeah, with with this whole Catholic for Choice thing, they had planned that they were going to protest outside of our churches, which they did in several cities on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day, right? And we're actually they defiled the Eucharist in one of the cities. A friend of mine told me. I think it might have been down in Texas and. Um, another church, um, same thing. They went after the tabernacle. Another church, um, I know Chris Stefanik posted about his parents' church. I don't know if they're in Colorado also, but um, they had, you know, spray painted the front doors of the church and, you know, pro-abortion and yada yada. And it's like, well, y- you know, right. When does it stop? Andrew, yeah. Exactly. Like you're literally inside of our church. Right. Yeah. You know, like, you're 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 damaging property again with the me me me. It's just you're seeing them come completely unhinged. I mean, just that I can't even respect. I I want to listen to you. We're not dialoguing because, like you're you said, screaming. you're acting. Yeah, yeah you're, you're acting screaming. like a child yeah, right now, it, and that just you know is is literally laying on the ground, kicking, flapping like around. Our, like- yeah, like our our two year old who. Honestly, Giovanni doesn't even act that way. <laughs> he's he's more ma- mature oftentimes than that. And and but that's what how a child would behave. Give me my way right now, or right. else I'm going to act like this. And those of you who are dealing with this, because we, as Pete said, we had this conversation last night with the PA for Human Life uh, Student Advisory Board, and there's young people on there. And we were asked the question, or Pete asked the question to the group. What are you guys experiencing on social media about this? So if you're young and you're listening to this and you're experiencing this, just know that they're screaming and yelling because they can't have a calm conversation about this because it, they're, they're not on the right side of this. And it just seems to me that somewhere they know that, right? Because if you, if you thought you were right, you could just have a conversation and say, look, you're wrong, and it's obvious that you're wrong, and here's why. But it's not about that. It's about screaming and yelling, and that's, that's, that's throwing a tantrum. So if you're on, if you're on the side of life here, just, and, just keep going back to, yes, and what you want the right to do is kill a baby, and therefore you can't have that right because it makes no sense to have a right, as Abraham Lincoln said, there's no such thing as a right to do wrong. You can't have a right to do wrong. So if killing a baby is wrong, you have no right to do it. I repeat that. If killing a baby is wrong, there's no such thing as a right to do it. It just can't be. It's defenseless, innocent, and just as human as you are. So, And we heard these words from the great, St. Pope John Paul II, be great. Yeah. 
who grew up under the communist regime in, you know, in Europe. And, you know, many of us know, you know, story of his life. But he said these very words, Andrew, is abortion, euthanasia. So this isn't just an abortion or an unborn baby issue. This is all human life, all. So when we say all lives matter, that's what we're referring to. Abortion, euthanasia, human cloning, for example, risk reducing the human person to a mere object life and death to order as it were a mere object we can't reduce human beings to a mere object and that's what we're doing amen that's what that's that's what this culture is doing on this issue on the issue of our sexuality on the issue of how we objectify the other male female male and male female and female i mean it's there there's no end point to this it's just yeah, and as it relates to this abortion thing, we're creating a class of human beings that we're considering disposable. Think about that. There's disposable humans. We know they're human. They were created by other humans. So you can't create, you know. So disposable humanity, the end game of some crazy consumerist nightmare. It's just, it's dystopian. There's a, there's a class of humans that are disposable at will, essentially. That's what these laws are. And now you're saying, now in California, what you said is that they're disposable after birth. So you can have the baby, see that it's a baby, hold it in your hands. You no longer have the excuse of the clump of cells or whatever. And when you and I were growing up, people, it, this has progressed because when you and I were growing up, it was safe, legal, and rare. Hey, I don't believe in it privately mm-hmm. but publicly i'm on board because what am i going to do now it's not that now it's shout it from the rooftops and in fact sometimes even if you have the baby good to go just throw that thing out the window or chop it better better yet make some money chop it up chop off maybe you can sell a liver or whatever and maybe you can make some money somebody will buy it from you to do some experiments on it if you don't just know what Andrew is referring to, they're harvesting and selling baby parts and have been for a very long time, many years. And That's the darkness we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool not only to hear women, but to hear young women stepping up and saying, and it's not like they're just repeating rhetoric. They're not repeating rhetoric. They actually conceptually understand what they're saying in their minds. They understand it in their hearts and they're now saying it too. And I love it. It's beautiful. I love hearing it. I loved hearing the young ladies on our student advisory board last night, death, killing a baby or killing a baby that's already been born even worse is not a solution to foster care. It's not a solution to abuse. Mm. It's not a solution to rape. It's not a solution to being unloved. It's not a solution to suffering. Killing a child in the womb because they have the potential to suffer is not compassion. This is not compassionate or that you don't want to suffer in any way. Right. Right. Ending suffering by killing the sufferer, as Stephanie Gray would say, is not the solution. You don't end suffering by killing the sufferer. (laughs) It's like... Come on, wake up. This is counterintuitive. It should it should be logic 101 for most of us, but unfortunately. Right. So if you're listening to this and you are young, you know, because that's the, that's the word we're gearing this this podcast towards, especially young men. So if you're a young man here and you're, you know, like you're seeing this kind of craziness around you, know you are on the right side of this. And the the and it, the simplest it doesn't take it you just rely on always going back to what are the unborn continual like they're gonna 
if you're having a conversation with one of these people um, that's on this other side, and, and, and look, I, I pray for them. I hope that they're, you know, that they come to, to understand the grave evil that they're supporting. But if you're having a conversation, always go back to what are the unborn? What do you want the right to do? What do you want the choice to do? Choice is a euphemism. The other side traffics in euphemism. Abortion itself is a euphemism. What does it mean? What are you aborting? You're talking about killing a child is what it really is. Right. I You're can talking, abort my mission right, to go exactly, to the moon. Right, exactly. I can abort it's, it's a, the, it's, right. it's the, 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 the culture of death obfuscates, meaning they, try to, they use language not to clarify. They use language to confuse. And so abortion even, what is it? You're killing your child. That's what you're doing. You're going there to kill a baby. That's what it is. And you know when this began, Andrew, and we won't have time today, but we'll call the in. little Garden of Eden. Yes. Garden <laughs> and a snake. <laughs> well, thank you. We'll dig in in another episode. And I have several doctors that are ready to uh, to really speak into this. Dr. Delia uh, out of Gianna Center. Just got a chance to meet with her Monday morning. She is just a beautiful soul. I mean, amazing in the work that they do. But th this all started back in the in the 50s and 60s, contraception and then the contraceptive pill. I mean, to, to your point of what you just said, contraception, the root word contra ag means against, against. Right. Against what? What act are we engaging in right now and what are we against? What is life. it that we're blocking, right? Blocking life. <laughs> you yeah. don't even have to believe in God for this. You can be an atheist and understand that when sperm meets egg scientifically, there's going to create a fertilization. Right. <laughs> and then we start looking at, you know, the fallopian tubes and yada, yada, yada. And we can all go through that biology lesson. But that's what we're talking about. We're blocking the life. What is abortion? Like you said, it's nothing more than a euphemism for killing. Pope John Paul said this, too. That's the intention of it, too. The intention is to kill. Right. So you're, I, I don't want this baby. There's no other solution. I mean, Trish and I have been so blessed and thankful to teach marriage prep for the last 10 years to watch young well it could be any age but to watch these people that are in love with each other and about to take the next step and this and and enter into that sacrament of matrimony with each other and hopefully be able to bring new life into the world and then we're just killing them over here i mean 15 to 20 percent of couples are infertile you don't think that they would want to adopt these babies that that you're yeah. killing Absolutely. Some of them don't have the means. We've heard of families that have to spend 20000 40000 The highest I heard was a girl from softball playing on our daughter's team, $60,000 to adopt the child. 60000 That's amazing. Not everyone has the means for that. So on one hand, we're killing them over here at a Planned Parenthood or an abortion facility. And then on the other hand, we have a couple who would gladly love to adopt them. Planned Parenthood, another euphemism, by the way. Just yeah. Plan, who wouldn't want to plan their parenthood? Right. right? It's just, but really what they're doing in there, at least one of the things they're doing, their main thing that they're doing is killing children. That's what they do in a Planned Parenthood. But they're not going to say that. They're going to create euphemisms. And then so. So Pope John Paul clearly states this and tries to clear it up for all of the world. And he's saying you this is not a Catholic issue. This is a humanity yeah, a human, issue. Yeah. That's why I love him so much. Shout out Pope John Paul. Shout second. out. Theology JP of the body. Too. He says life certainly has a sacred and religious value. 
certainly has a sacred and religious value, but in no way is that value a concern only of believers. The value at stake is one which every human being can grasp by the light of reason. Thus, it necessarily concerns everyone. Right. And you speak into that all the time, Andrew. Right. This concerns all of us. Right. What side of this are we on? Right. And we can no longer just be in the middle on this issue. It's gotten way too violent and it's come way too much to the forefront. I mean, we're sex trafficking little 12 and 14 year old girls at this point. We're bringing them back for repeated abortions. Trisha, my wife, just told me yesterday, our children cannot go to the dentist without her. Right. They can't go to the dentist. They have their upcoming appointment. Our 16-year-old is not an adult enough to go to the dentist without Trisha, but a 12-year-old can be brought into a Planned Parenthood without by the them. same man over and over and over again. Clearly, she's being sex trafficked and abused, and no questions are asked, and no one is locked up. That's freedom, everybody, right? That's what we're looking for, right? I'm, that's sort of sarcastic, obviously. That's insane. <laughs> that's insanity. If that's freedom to you, I, we have a lot of, we had, you have a long way to go. That's, that's insanity. That's insanity. For those of you who like Tim Tebow, he's doing wonderful work in this space and arena of just trying to help on this, this global sex trafficking issue that we have going on. And a lot of it, centers around the abortion industry because if one of these young ladies wind up pregnant right. where are we going to take them right because sex is ordered to creation it's ordered to that so if you're going to do a lot of it even if you contracept you're going to conceive children you're going to have to dispose of them you're going to have to kill them if you don't and it's so sad and so tragic um pete we have a we have a hard stop here at the top of the hour so maybe we could end in a prayer for the unborn and for a culture of life um, so that, praise God, this, 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 this horrible decision is overturned finally and in, the, in, re, in reality, and then it comes back to the states, and then we're victorious in Pennsylvania and in every state to make abortion unavailable and unthinkable, both so that you wouldn't even consider it because you'd be happy. It'd be great news that you're having a child. And if not for you, then for somebody else, that, that it's a great blessing to have a human life, to be co-creators with God of a human life. What could be more feminine? What could be more, what could be more beautiful? What could be more amazing than that? And the fact that you, that, that, so anyway, Pete, well, let's, uh, let's end us in prayer and we'll sign off to, men for life for today absolutely uh in the name of the father and in the son, son and of the holy spirit amen. amen mother Teresa, who i love very much also says these words to us and i think it's a perfect description of love and what we're called to in this world and there aren't many who served better than mother Teresa and served um, in the poorest of the poor communities she said wash the plate not because it is dirty nor because you were told to wash it but because you love the person who will use it next. Amen. And that's a very, very simple logic that if we can apply that to an inanimate object of a plate and we can see the world through Mother Teresa's lens, that we can then take that and apply that to what would be more important, which would be human life. And 
we just celebrated St. Gianna Mola's feast day. We actually had the Arch Philadelphia um, Catholic High School Respect Life Day on St. Gianna Mola's feast day. So um, St. Gianna Mola, who is the patron saint of physicians, mothers, and unborn children, she actually gave her life giving birth to her fourth child in Italy. And we would ask you to pray for us, to bless us, to protect us, to watch over us in all things. And please help us to understand a love that is self-sacrificial, that is centered on the good of the other, and to please make other human life a priority in the way that the sisters of life make other human life a priority. And let us please learn from their example. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, Father. and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Men for life. Men for life.